Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nine Nation Podcast. I'm here with Coach Dane. What's up, guys? And we're here to talk to you a little bit about uh, some upcoming events. And uh, we're going to do a little bit of a QA. and uh, We got some questions from our members here. And uh, we wanted to get some, some education out to you guys uh, as far as what you guys are looking for. Uh, so while we're mentioning that, I do want to uh, kind of point out if you are uh, an avid listener, we've we've gotten our little bit of a fan base now, uh, mm. reaching out to us with topics that you want to hear us talk about uh, and and learn about a little bit more. Feel free to uh, email uh, Dane or myself, or even uh, you know even just drop a comment or a direct message on social media, and we will uh, add that to our agenda in future future episodes. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of times we get just by the nature of coaching classes and interacting with the members, we get a lot of questions in class. Um, so we know that you guys have good questions, but it's just a matter of reaching out to us and letting us answer them. Maybe we answer one person at a time here and there, but it's good to kind of share the knowledge and spread, spread it. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times, uh, usually a, a certain workout comes out where we have uh, these topics and I tend to get the same questions, uh, whether it's nine thirty, noon or 5 PM, uh, you know, the, the questions are usually pretty common, pretty great uh, topics for us to cover. So uh, going forward, we're going to start to add a little bit of a, a Q&A at the end of each episode uh, that Dane and I do. Uh, but before we get into that, we do have some uh, topics I want to cover. Uh, I do want to say shout out to uh, some new coaches coming on. You're going to see them shadowing uh, and taking over some classes in the near future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people are familiar with Lois. Uh, she's coming back to teaching. Uh, she was a, a fan favorite once upon a time and now is uh, returning to the, the roster. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we got one more guy, uh, Joe. You guys probably know him. He takes the 930 pretty regularly. Um, See you on the weekends a lot. Yeah, Saturday, uh, Saturday yeah. Sunday. Yeah, Joe. He's uh, actually he's second on the grit squad list this month, right? Second to who? Yours truly. So is Dane cheating? Does he just log into every single class all day long so that he could win? So what I did, I just, I was at the bottom of the list. I just dragged my name to the top. I think that's cheating. Ah, I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, actually, I beat Joe by, by one uh, sign in. So. so Joe is pretty the, proud uh, about that because he's been number one. Someone had to take him down, you know? Yeah. So the most uh, frequent <laughs> class uh, attender, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, actually, you just mentioned Joe and Lois. They're... The newest coaches that will be coming on but we actually just had two that just started up um andrew yep and heather yeah heather has already uh taken over a couple classes and i think uh, officially andrew's been on as well yeah and just started coaching a little bit on his own too yep awesome uh so make sure new, you some new faces out there make sure you introduce yourself whatever get acquainted with them be nice to them they're not really new i know most most of you guys have all probably worked with heather you know years ago uh she's been definitely around a common household name here same with andrew mm-hmm. uh, been around so, for a bit yeah good to have him on the team it's funny being the the guy that's been here about one year and i'm introducing all these new people but they've all actually been here a, a whole lot longer than that so that you got them beat coaching wise yeah yeah that's that's what we'll go with right um so we're uh you know the, with this episode here we're uh, 24 hours away from the CrossFit Open. Uh, tomorrow night, CrossFit HQ will be announcing the workout Thursday evening. And then uh, going to roll right into our Friday uh, Friday night uh, fight here at CrossFit 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, now, Dane's been experiencing this CrossFit Open thing here at CrossFit 9 for quite some time. So uh, we did touch on it. Uh, if you look a couple episodes back, we did the Open is coming. But guess what? The Open is here. 
So uh, what are some of the things that we can look forward to uh, in the next couple of days? Uh, yeah, so the biggest thing, like you said, the Friday night fights, um, really it's just a nice excuse for to have a community event. Um, just like CrossFitters do, we do a workout uh, for, for our get-togethers. <laughs> um, that's but how we the, have fun, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how, that's how we do it. The, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, what else? The Friday during the day, the, the workout of the day will be the open workout. So that'll be the, the workout in class. Um, one thing to note, if you need a judge, you're kind of responsible for your own judge. Is that how we're doing it? Yeah. So you definitely, um, there are a lot of coaches that uh, have done their judges course. Uh, I did mine over the weekend. Did you guys do yours? Yeah, I didn't finish it yet. Okay. So, well, we we do have them done here uh, <laughs> by the the actual release of this episode and the 24 hours uh, prior to the open. So a lot of the coaches have, will have done it. Um, and we do know some athletes that uh, traditionally get theirs done every year that can help out as well. Uh, but we do really encourage you to find that judge. If you are someone uh, that's, you know, a little more on the competitive side and you're really uh, looking to do those full CrossFit open, uh, the RX division and, and really try to push yourself uh, and you want to place uh, we obviously need a uh, leaderboard, a judge uh, for your leaderboard. Uh, but for the most part, uh, a lot of the fun participants that we're going to hear is, you know, we're going to do a scaled version and then our intramural uh, doesn't require a judge either. So this really only goes out to that small percentage of athletes that um, that really need to post their their full scores to CrossFit.com. Uh, so you get an official judge and then uh, you go online, you post your scores to your, your CrossFit.com account where you signed up. And then uh, we go in during the week once it's all closed and, and verify all the scores so that you can actually start to show up on the leaderboard. Uh, but yeah, it is really important that sometimes the, the coaches definitely need to have some heads up and some scheduling. So if you are one of those athletes, please uh, come see us. Uh, and you definitely want to try to try to get, you know, uh, myself, Dane, Gabe, I'd say even better, just post in the community group, like, hey, guys, I'm looking for a judge. Um, I don't even think you need, unless you're really qualifying for the games, I don't think you even need a, an official judge. No, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, so again, it's taking the course. It is one of those things where yeah, you can participate, like you thing. can do it. Yeah. Uh, no really, one's going to call you out on yeah, that. Really what we're looking for is you guys attend the, the Friday night uh, get-togethers, at least for that, for that three weeks of the Open. Have a good time. That way we get some community aspect in there, and then we can all judge each other and make it a social event. Yeah. Uh, and again, it's a lot of fun. So don't, uh, you know, we don't want to get caught up in that. Uh, you know, everyone comes in at the last second and just runs over mm -hmm. to one of the coaches and be like, I need you to judge me now. Like, you know, we, uh, we want to judge you and, and we just want to make sure we can plan for it. So we don't have a hundred people come up to us, you know, while we're uh, about to coach a class or something like that. So we want to prepare for it. Come on Friday. Come on Friday. That's your, your best bet. We have some, some themes planned. Yeah. What are the themes? The themes were, so in the past we've done, each week is a new theme and I think we're going to do the same thing. So we got three, we've narrowed it down to three themes. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. What are the themes? Cool. Well, we're going with uh, number cool. one, cool cats and kittens. Is that, so that's week one, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool cats and kittens. So what exactly does one dress up as? <laughs> I think there's a little play on the, uh, what was that? Um, Tiger King. Oh, is that a Tiger King reference? Yeah. Tiger oh. King, uh, I think the lady says it. Cool cats and kittens. Oh, yeah. Um, What's the um, guy? Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic and, and the lady. The crazy one? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
you know, when uh, the pandemic started is when the Tiger King was like super popular. Yeah. I, think I watched it back in like March of last year. Try to go themes um, pandemic related, I think. Yeah. And I think that, well, that was the highlight, the, the initial highlight of the pandemic, right? Is everyone went crazy about the Tiger King. So that was, that was fun. So what do we have? Uh, so we... Jessup, up, Jessup, up, hang on a second. You have your outfit planned already? Uh, no. I guess I had to figure out how to put that together. Got to figure out. How do you dress as a cool cat and her kitten? I don't know. I'm a, I'm a last second planner, so I still have a couple days. I'll be shopping around for a leopard uh, leotard and some whiskers. <laughs> I love it. Nah, just Dude. kidding. I don't know what I'll just suggest. Dane, we already we already associate <laughs> you with the, the CrossFit cat, so that'll that'll fall yeah, right in my my spirit. Come animal. as yourself. It's nimble, judgmental, quiet. Sits on a perch somewhere high on top of the rings. Likes head rubs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know about the head rub part, but... Uh, you know where I got your head rub? Like a massage just feels good? Listen, I'm a bald guy. I love having my head rub, but that's, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, all right. Anyway, theme number two, we're going music festival. So you can kind of think Burning Man or Coachella. I think the, the idea was that all these music festivals got canceled this year. We're all itching to have a little rave. So yeah, we're going to go rave mode. All right. That'll be week number two. Week number three, we're going post-apocalyptic. So this is like, you know, zombie life or like Pan- pandemic radioactive. Uh, so everyone, everyone, yeah, uh, zombies, everyone was taken by the pandemic yeah. and all that's left is CrossFit nine. So I guess you can, we'll see who dresses as a zombie and who dresses as a survivor. They'll tell us a lot about their personality. I'm going as a survivor. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll be that samurai dude slicing zombies heads off. <laughs> uh, that, that'll be a good time. Actually, I, I guess it was a girl in the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, we'll give you a sword. It'll be fun. Um, so yeah, so those are our three Friday night uh, events, and then uh, so you know, with just a I know we talk about it a little bit in uh, a past episode about the open, but the the intramural I think is important to kind of touch on. Um, we do have uh, a donation set up with. Uh, do you know the the name of the organization? I know it's uh, a Tampa food drive. What's the... Uh, Wait, did we go with the food job or did we go with the animals shelter? Is it animal shelter or food? Uh, last year we did the animals. I don't know if we switched it or if we went... <laughs> Probably should have known that going into this. Um, yeah, it's one of those. Either way, it's going to a good cause. Um, I think it's actually the place that Chuck Norris was adopted from. Oh, that's what... Okay, so definitely we did, go with, we did go with the pet. Yeah. Suncoast Animal Shelter, maybe. Is it that in Tampa? Yeah. Uh, Tampa something. All right. So... Uh, we'll, Touch back on that later. It is a good cause. Yeah, it's going to a good cause. It's only 20 bucks. um, And then it's just a good time, like we said, on the Friday nights and Jessup has themes. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah. So uh, kind of last last call now for uh, any open signups, CrossFit.com. If you haven't created an account already, create the account. Pay the 20 bucks. uh, Enter into kind of our affiliate ranking and all that good stuff. So get ready. Uh, Yeah. What else we got? A couple of current event type things that we, we were talking about the my zone updates Ooh, yes uh so this one real quick i threw it on our uh our to-do list here just because i i did point out that we have a, a new app and some new features that uh, i think are pretty cool um some of the stuff they edited in the back end uh with some connectivity stuff which is sounds a little boring but some of the functionality uh as you guys maybe have experienced this week we had uh we had some connection issues so the new app is supposed to be uh, a lot stronger uh, and it, it's a lot easier to use. Uh, so some of the, like the social feed stuff is fun. Uh, so just another, 
Another nice little reminder, uh, if you don't have a MyZone and are interested, uh, shoot us a message. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we, already, we did an episode on that. Big fan of that. So uh, yeah, be nice. get, get involved with our MyZone groups. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that to me a little bit ago. I think that's pretty cool. I just updated it. I'll check it out. Yeah. After we record. Nice. Uh, one more current event. Since you're into the nutrition, I thought this would be funny to bring up with you. The saw this it was maybe about a week or two ago, but I think it's slightly outdated, but Subway tuna. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of this? Uh, so I, <laughs> I did see something about it. So, so what's going on with Subway, with Subway the sandwich tuna? place? Yeah. Subway the sandwich place. Um, apparently their tuna is, is not tuna at all. So they have advertised yeah. this tuna. It's not actually fish. I thought they, they like advertise like wild caught. Do they advertise wild caught? No. Yeah, something like, like that. I guess I don't need it Subway a lot. Well, I mean, I don't know what they advertise. What else they would advertise their tuna as other than tuna. But apparently it's just a various like mix or concoction of uh, I actually, n- non-fish. I just pulled up the article. <laughs> And so the headline, the headline from the, uh, the Washington Post, Subway's tuna is not tuna, but a, and I quote, mixture of various concoction. Yes, various concoctions, that's the word. <laughs> so, uh, I don't are, think it says what the concoctions are. but No, they, they don't seem to want to tell you that, uh, but it looks like Subway is actually uh, fighting it tooth and nail. Uh, to see oh. if there's some some truth behind that. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, you, okay. you ever eat Subway? Well, if it's fake, I feel bad about bringing it up now. Oh, it's, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Subway's had, you know, their issues. <laughs> do you eat a lot of Subway? No, no. So you wouldn't go there anyways, I been right? To Subway since, I don't know when. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a fun little, uh, uh, you know, food topic there. I think it's interesting. I think a lot of people eat at Subway. It's pretty popular. Um, but it's, hey. Yeah, it seems like it's a healthier choice than maybe some of the alternatives, but it might not be the best thing if the, their tuna is not real. Yeah, well, it says a lot about, you know, the processing of, of food and things like that. Yeah, true um, that. And in, while we're kind of in, in news events here, uh, the CrossFit has kind of had some major changes. I know uh, Nobles, the new leading sponsor of the CrossFit Games 2021 and beyond. Yeah, so um, no more Reebok? Is that what happened? Which, yeah, so I'm, I'm a little disappointed. As everyone knows, I'm kind of the, uh, the Reebok Nano guy. So uh, I've never liked Nobles. I think they were kind of like the most uncomfortable of all the CrossFit shoes. But I know a lot of people are pretty popular with those. Do you have Nobles? Nope. I've never had a pair of Nobles, actually. Nope. Nan- Nano 9s, forever and always. Yeah, those are my favorite, Nano 9s. Yep. I did, back in the day, have a pair of Metcons. I think I only got one pair of those, and then I was just Nanos all day. Yeah, Nanos are my favorite. Oh, no. I know I know you don't even like shoes, um, if you ever wear them. Well, yeah. <laughs> They're all right. Yeah, for the record, we're talking about shoes. And actually, we're going to, we do plan to record a podcast about shoes um, and f- like foot health at some point. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I think we named it the great gate debate. Yes. Is that really genius. the name or did we just play on that? That's genius name. I think who it's excellent. Up, who came up with that? Uh, I think it was you. Mm. Brilliant, brilliant guy. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so stay tuned for that episode. If you ever wondered, uh, what shoes to wear for what wad, uh, I think that kind of buys into the CrossFit stereotype of the guy with the gym bag with like 17 pairs of shoes. You don't know what to come uh, for, for the wad. Yep. It's yep. usually me. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, awesome. Let's get let's get into these questions. Let's talk about them. All right, so uh, that first question here, um, I think we had uh, we had some sumo deadlifts, uh, and and I know you were asked this question, and I've heard it all the time. Was the the conversation between uh, the benefits of sumo and CrossFit uh, CrossFit conventional deadlifts? 
so what is the difference? I think that was the actual original question was what's the difference between the two? Um, yeah, I've heard it asked a few ways. Like sometimes people ask which, which is stronger, like which should be stronger, which is better or more effective. What, what, what is the difference really? Um, so the difference obviously in stance, um, is just that similarly you have the wide stance and conventionally you have a little bit narrower stance, right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I have, uh, that's the very basics of it, but I'm sure there's a lot more to it. Yeah. So I mean, I've, I've competed, uh, in powerlifting. So I know within the, the competition space, there's already, this is a hugely, uh, argued topic, highly debated topic where, uh, people will call like sumo cheating or, uh, you know, you can do more weight. Uh, so my, strange. my opinion here is I'm going to stand very strong on the fact that just because the name deadlift is in both, they are two very, very different exercises. And I, uh, really traditionally don't actually compare the two as the same, right? Um, hmm. your sumo stance, uh, you get a little more external rotation. Uh, so you get a little more the hips. You know, activation in the, the glutes there, but then also because you're more upright, you actually do a little less hip hinging. And it ends at a much more of a knee bend. So there's way more quadriceps uh, that kind of fall into some of the sumo deadlift. Whereas in the conventional, that narrow stance, um, you have much more of a hip uh, flexion extension and a little less of the knee bend. Um, so, you know, so as, as far as I'm concerned, the target muscle groups are so different that you can't really compare the two uh, at all. So, what do, I mean, what do you think? Uh, yeah, that's funny that you went that route because that's completely not the way that I answered the question. Oh. <laughs> um, I, I totally get all that. Just like a little bit more technical route. Um, I think when the person asked me this in, in class the other day, I was literally just like, you know, like, why do, like, why do we sumo deadlift? Why can't we just do regular deadlift? I'm like, well, you know, sometimes you, you got to bend over and pick shit up with a wide stance. Like that's, it's pure, <laughs> that's a much more practical answer. Pure, pure functionality. Like that's why we train both. We train both because sometimes you get narrow stance. Sometimes you need wide stance. Sometimes you pick up a weird object and you got to go extra wide, put your hands in between your legs and then stand up with a thing. Which tends to be how you really pick up more heavy things, right? Yeah. Um, anytime I'm on a, you know, an odd object outside, you kind of straddle it right. and then bend over, right? Yeah. It's very rare that you're ever going to be out in the world and you pick up a perfectly symmetrical barbell or nice and close to your legs um you know scrape your shins on the way up yeah no uh tends, <laughs> tends to not really how we pick things up uh especially not things that are heavy uh i i kind of think of more uh yeah. you know that lighter stuff i'll bend over but you know yeah. i go to pick up my dog i have to kind of scoop and stand um so very different there um what else I, which I is like different which is more strong I think it just depends on the person. Yeah. Depends uh, on your body type. I think it depends on what you train. Yeah. Um, that too. I think that, you know, one other thing that maybe is worth touching on too is I, um, I do think you can save your lower back a little bit more in a sumo. Um, if you tend to, uh, not always have great midline stability, which don't get me wrong. There's so many other things that we should do to strengthen that. So this isn't an issue, but if you, uh, are trying to lift a little heavier, uh, you can keep a more upright torso and, and really kind of take, a little less of that hip hinge. So that's usually where uh, people start to round their backs a little bit um, at that heavy range. So that's kind of why some of the like competition lifters will uh, argue against sumo deadlifts because you can do more mm -hmm. uh, you can get away with uh, a yeah. little more uh, you know, less core stability and strength. Uh, it's kind of like brute force, but uh, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. As far as uh, range of motion is concerned, typically if you have issues just touching your toes, like literally just bending over with no weight and touching your toes. 
um, if your hamstrings or whatever are limited, then sometimes sumo deadlift is just a better option for you because you don't have to bend over as far. Um, you're at less risk of injury and you can stabilize your spine a little bit better. So that can be a good option just as an alternative for if you're injured or have range of motion issues. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Um, so the, uh, the second question here uh, that I think was really popular. Now, we had a Sunday morning nine hit uh, a week or two ago and uh, they introduced a move. I don't know if it was introduced, but it was the first time I've seen it in a long time. Uh, you know, wall splats, I think is what we called it. Um, also, uh, for some of the level one coaches, you go through uh, what we also call squat therapy, where you're facing the wall, your hands are overhead, and you're doing oh. these overhead squats, right? Uh, so we got a lot of questions about it kind of being uh, like unnatural or why do we overhead squat um, and how does that you know benefit our you know some of our fitness goals and uh, if you want to kind of kick that one off um, yeah I mean as far as just a, a functional standpoint um, is that what you want to talk about is overhead squats I you know I also I was actually the the next question was <laughs> the one I was supposed to go to but that's all right I guess we're, we're going overhead squats now. yeah all right that's fine um, yeah. Um, so overhead squat, it's, it's a little different in my opinion from the, the like functional movements as far as like deadlift, you're literally learning how to pick things up, um, from the ground squat. You're, you, you tend to do a lot of these things like a, just a regular squat. Um, you tend to do a lot of these things throughout the day, uh, push press. Sometimes you have to put something up high on the shelf or whatever. Like you're doing these things throughout the day. Overhead squat, you're not really ever holding something over your head and squatting at the same time in a purely functional point. Am I, am I wrong about that? Or am I... No, I, I think that's, I think that's kind of right on. And I think that's where some of the, the athletes had a little confusion. They're like, well, you know, so what, why, why do I need this? Mm -hmm. Um, so if it's not necessarily about pure, uh, functionality, as far as an adaptation that you see everyday life, uh, which by the way, a lot of functional fitness doesn't necessarily need to be something that looks and feels exactly the way that it does outside of the gym. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes a move like this, at least in my opinion, this is more of uh, teaching the core to kind of stabilize and, and kind of breaking the body into two different pieces, working on your shoulder mobility, your overhead strength, as well as uh, that hip mobility to get into that deep squat. I think the overhead squats, obviously the most challenging movement. Uh, you know, we talk all the time about the, most challenging exercise tends to be things like snatches. Uh, but then what do you happen when you get that bar overhead, you end up, you have to do the overhead squat. So we're looking at really the, the hardest of all the movements. Uh, so why is it important to have that kind of that good shoulder mobility and, and hip mobility? Cause I think this is more of a conversation about mobility. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you just mentioned the snatch already, which is the overhead squat as part of the snatch. Um, so if your interest is in getting better uh, Olympic lifting, I think, training your overhead squat um, in that more static position versus just snatching all the dang time um, is probably a good way to go. One more thing that you just mentioned is just general mobility and midline stability, right? Um, those are probably the, the two main things that the squ overhead squat is teaching you how to stabilize your midline. And then if you can do a, a good overhead squat, we know you have a pretty good range of motion, right? So if you're, let's put it this way, if like grandma can walk into a CrossFit gym and do an overhead squat with a 15 pound barbell. I'm like a little bit less concerned with her falling and uh, breaking her hip and going into a nursing home. Yep. hundred percent. So if that's something that you can't do, then it's something to work towards and you'll see tremendous benefit 
um, and just skill transfer in general to daily life. It's not that you actually need to overhead squat in daily life, but having that ability is like a crazy protector against just like uh, old age and uh, decrepitude, if you want to yeah. call it that. And I think we, you know, we all need a little more of that mobility and stability type training. So, uh, so those are two, two big, uh, big questions we got, uh, recently that we wanted to touch on. Uh, so then, you know, while we're talking about kind of the range of motion stuff, uh, I know I had a couple of people actually ask me after having this conversation after class about doing, uh, you know, range of motion assessments. Um, and actually, uh, between, uh, you and myself, kind of some of our background in, uh, you know, with me, with the injury prevention, corrective exercise, and you with some of the gymnastics stuff, we both kind of really dive into mobility pretty, pretty much, uh, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know you've, you know, you do a lot of appointments, uh, scheduling with people with doing like range of motion assessments. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a, actually just a free service that we offer. Um, a lot of our newer members that come in now, it's kind of built into the program of how we on-ramp them. So we take them through a little bit of range of motion assessment, but if you've been a member for a while, um, you can always just reach out to one of us and schedule a, a range of motion assessment for free just to kind of take a look. Typically, if you know you're limited already, then we kind of have already a place to start. If you have this weird like shoulder pain and you don't know what it's from, sometimes it's just good to get a range of motion assessment and see if there's something specifically limiting, limiting you. Um, so it's a good, good service that you can take advantage of. Yeah. And, and I don't think our athletes take advantage of that enough, right? We do offer all these things, uh, complimentary, uh, you know, catch me after class. I'd love to spend some time with you, you know, reach out to me, book it. Um, but yeah, you know, if, if you did the five weeks to fit, we do have a lot of those baseline testing as part of the on-ramp process. Uh, we also know a lot of our athletes didn't all go through it and, uh, maybe you've been a member for a long time. So now your range of motion, uh, is different. Maybe it's improved. Uh, maybe you battled with an injury and it's a little bit, you know, took a couple steps back. So that's, those assessments are something that we can really do to help benefit you and, and kind of get you into some of those future goals and strength and the ability to overhead squat. Yeah. Yeah. It helps point you in the direction of what you need to work on. And then in the meantime, you can always modify around what we see, what we find in the range of motion assessment. Yep. So if you're limited in a certain area, then we automatically know, all right, this movement, you probably shouldn't be doing it. We oh. need to uh, do some further work on that. All right. Awesome. So uh, that's going to wrap up today's episode. Uh, just a reminder, if you do have any of your own questions, uh, shoot us a message on social media, email, uh, wherever you want to contact us, uh, you know, see us in the gym. And uh, we're going to try to keep, keep adding this little segment at the end of all of our news and updates. All right. So uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time. See you guys.